Good morning, Jerry. And good morning, John. For all the boys and girls, kitties and cats, and whatever that are out there listening that have never heard the show before, we are The Bro Show. Two brothers, two actual brothers, two brothers genetically linked. I'm Jerry. I'm John. Okay, you did that right. That's very good. And yeah, so, first anyway. time. It's only taken me four years. <laughs> oh. Hey, uh, what which shirt are you wearing? I'm wearing the Celebrate shirt with the, with the gray one with our faces on it. You know, you acting wow. like a maniac, you know, like a, me acting like a cool dude. That one? Ah, yeah, that, that, I figured you'd like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I know the very shirt you're talking about. So, anyway, yeah. I'm, wearing, I, I'm wearing, ironically, our sponsored shirt. I'm with the band, supportourmusicians.org. And this is a shirt you can buy on Bonfire. And when you do so, you support musicians. And it's all the proceeds from the sale of the shirt go directly to Music Cares. Dot org and these are the guys who make sure musicians don't go deaf or die of drug overdoses or uh, die in poverty. They give a lot of money to musicians and they need it right now because of the gig apocalypse. So, anyways, I'm You've wearing the gray it. version. I'm wearing the gray version of this shirt. We're gray. We're both gray. That's good. Yeah, that is good. That shows a little something. So, yeah, <sighs> that's what's going on there. And by the way, uh, John won't say this, but I will. He, he got out a really good Christmas report about the Hallmark movies. And uh, in our show notes, there'll be a little little uh, link to that. And if you're interested in seeing his take on this season's Christmas movies, particularly Hallmark, go there. Right. A lot of people have asked him for this. It's been a high demand, John. Yeah, I'd only like to say if, as a tease, uh, there was a movie that was lost in 2019 uh, called A New Year's Resolution that uh, – Actually, was found. It finally showed up, and it is going to be showing in the month of January. If you want to know the exact date, I, I recommend you go and look at my report. Ooh, nice tease. Very, very good. Okay, now one of the things that happened this year is we have a new season. Yes. What season? What season is it, John? It's the season of the ox, and uh, the fact is that this will be how many seasons have we had actually? So this is the eighth count. season. This is eighth season. We're right. veterans. The season We're is veteran six months. Podcasters. We are. And I think the one thing we need to do it's the season of the ox, but just very briefly before that, I think we ought to at least give some thanks and credit and be thankful for the season we just completed. Season of the rat. The rat mm. served us well. Mm. We need to acknowledge that. I mean, we took yeah. a look just as we are looking at the ox right now and say, gee, are we going to be able to come up with enough rat stories? And what happened was we just practically didn't have enough shows in order to do all the great stories we came up with. That's right. And here we are. We're entering a new season. It's a new challenge for us as we take a look at the season of the ox. And it begs the question, you know, we have to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and we, we need to first, how, how did we come up with the idea of doing the ox? Same way we the same way we came up with the rat. We saw it on a stamp. We saw it on the stamp because it's the it's the lunar year. Uh, it's you know each the Chinese New Year has a uh, has a different animal. Twelve. That's right. Different. So as a result, this is the year of the, the ox, and it becomes our season of the ox. The actual 
year I think starts in February. But that's right. Know, that's correct. They, that's correct. They, you know what? They don't have the sense to to set up the season their year to coincide with our season. No, they you know. don't. Well, uh, and you know, I I wrote a note off to the Chinese embassy. I don't know if it's going to help, but you know, okay. I sent him a T-shirt too. Maybe that'll make it. Better. <laughs> hey, you know, with the, the T-shirts, the, the stamp itself is incredible. So oh, that I can yeah, say. I think that was the biggest motivating factor for for uh, naming the ox was number one Chinese New Year, but number two, cool stamp. So why don't you educate us a little bit? Because I'll tell you, I really didn't know yeah. what an ox was. I just figured it was just a, a breed, and but it's yeah. not quite that simple. Uh, perhaps you could give us a, oxes, a, a, a lot of people get confused about water buffalo and oxes, and they think you know it's a different kind of animal than a cow or a cattle, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. here's the truth. Here's the truth. It's hard to hear, but people are going to have to face this because it is the season of the ox on the Bro Show. Here's the deal. And I'm going to try and this is hard to do in a quick period of time, John. But I'm going to try. Okay, All right. go for it. All right. So here's the problem. I have a wagon. It is heavily laden with pottery, with grain, with any number of things. And I live in a country that doesn't have very navigable roads. What is the answer? What will pull my wagon? Well, it has An to ox. be a beast. An ox is the ideal animal to pull your wagon. Why? And by the way, it's not one ox, it's two. They Usually you have, have two one. oxen, yeah. And yes. they have a yoke that they both wear. Now, here's the deal. These powerful animals have to also be relatively docile. That's a right. hard combination. So what do they do to get there? I hate to say it, but they castrate these animals. These are male cattle, John. They're male cattle. They're cattle. Right. They're, they're like any cow or bull you see anywhere. But it's regional, so they're going to look like the cows and bulls that are in that region. They are castrated, which is not uncommon because here's the problem with bulls. There's too many bulls because one bull wants to inseminate all the cows. So they fight off the other bulls, and the other bulls have to just kind of wait around until they get their chance, but they're not going to get a chance. So friendly farmers give them a chance. They castrate them, hook them up to a wagon, and they are now called oxen, plural, right. or an ox. So this is probably breaking news for most people. Most people don't even know that animals get castrated regularly on farms. They do that because they taste better that way. You know, I think we're learning more about castration than we are. Ox, come on. Talk oh, a little bit more about from. the ox and leafy castration behind. How difficult with that because I'm a steer myself. <laughs> I so, know. You're obsessed know. with this. Right? It's right. ridiculous. I'm Come on now. The, the fact is, this animal is docile. It's domesticated. It's, it, it learns well. It's it's sturdier. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's slow, but Low it's very reliable. It's strong. Better than a so mule. That's what makes it better than a horse. If you were going to do this, or a mule, or a mule, mule, or, so, and it, or a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're not, but don't go uh, thinking you can go out in the, your merry way onto a farm and find it because no. obviously it's been replaced by a tractor. So some yeah. un, a lot of underdeveloped com, uh, countries are more likely to have this as a farming animal than yes. you are in the United States. But we're going to learn a lot more about oh, this, this wonderful just animal. Just the beginning. Just the beginning. And this I eagerly beginning. look forward to learning about 
the ox because we lived on a farm. We should know more. We should. We should. You're right, John. Okay, I think I'm ready. Are you ready for a word? I am. Okay, the word we have today is endemic. E-N-D-E-M-I-C, endemic. Now, the fact is that this word has been popping up a lot on on uh, radio, TV, uh, newspaper, etc. And it kind of got me, I thought, and I found out that this is a pretty dangerous word. And I say dangerous because it's one of these words that has more than one meaning, and the one meaning doesn't doesn't even... It's almost the opposite of the of the uh, of the first. Well, the first meeting is the is different than the second and third. So, as we yeah. take a look at it, the first definition you can find is it's like something that's prevalent within a region or population or locality, and then you go down and you find out that also what's happening now is it's being used to describe diseases. So, for example, we see it in in our age of of COVID. Because people are saying, well, COVID might become endemic. Well, what does that mean? That means it's going to turn into maybe could be something like the flu, where it's going to be there every year, but in a it's sort of like in a in a, a milder form or just pop up, and we'll have answers to it by that. Right. So uh, it's important to do that. The other thing about this word, and I'm going to give you the uh, the example I have here. Violent, and this is for the first definition when it's considered a characteristic of a people or place. Violent crime is endemic in parts of Chicago. Uh So the other problem with this word is it almost is could be politically incorrect. I mean, who wants to say the South Side is really littered with a lot of uh, thugs that are, you know, carjacking this and that. Mm -hmm. So this word is a word that you're going to see out there a lot. Um, and in a variety of ways, and it's important when you use it to use it carefully because yes. it, it could be, you be taken strewed. Yeah, you could it could be taken the wrong way without a yeah. doubt. Okay, construed. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. You know, I was uh, shocked by this word. Actually, I thought I knew what it meant, but it didn't. I always thought it in terms of pandemic, epidemic, endemic. Mm-hmm. Right. And endo I think that's means inside. Inside endo means inside. Pan means all over the place. So I figured endemic means it's it's localized more. Pandemic means it's all over the place. Epidemic means it's contagious. I don't know. You know, I got I, I thought I knew something, but I didn't. That's another because thing that makes yeah. this dangerous is because Very. you what you have just said as a definition of endemic is quite often the way you see it in, in the context of being local. It's a local the disease hasn't spread. A pandemic is a is something globally. It, it's just, yeah. while in an endemic, as we've pointed out, is being used in a couple of different ways as it relates to illness and disease. So th- thank you for pointing it out, because I did want to have as part of this the difference between pandemic, uh, endemic and then epidemic. I did it like in one sentence. You did a great job. Thank you, John. Hey, hey don't uh, expect that every show. OK, I'm not gonna me. Okay. OK, all right. Are you, we, we've got to talk about something else, though, now. We have two takes yeah. on something that happened. Yeah, you know what? This is almost, we used to do a follow-up, and this thing kind of fell on our lap, because what happened over the Christmas holidays is John Krasinski, who had a, had a, a YouTube show called Some Good News, he had eight different episodes of that that was put out at the early uh, stages of the, uh, of the COVID 
back in April and May, eight different episodes. And all of a sudden, John had to uh, fess up. He says, look, I, I wasn't going to do this, you know, all the way through, uh, you know, a long time because I've got other things to work on. And so what he ended up doing was he ended up selling his his show to CBS. Yeah. Which kind of left a little bit of a bad taste in everybody's mouth because they yeah. said, well, John, John's taking the money and run. Sold but he kind of left the impression that he was going to be a creative force in whatever CBS was going to do, and he would occasionally do, do the show. So that we just is, a, is background. What we find now is John did a holiday show, and I am pleased to inform you that I felt the show was done very well. It was done in the spirit that John had done the other ones, a little on the light side, uh, but also very thoughtful with respect to the news that he reported. And the stories were really good, made you feel good. So yeah. what was your take? Yeah. My take is this, you know, uh, I, I'm going to take a, a, a page from John's playbook. I kept a scorecard, and it's a very simple scorecard. CBS, zero. John Krasinski, nine. Yeah. John has done nine episodes, counting the Christmas one. And, you know, between the eighth and ninth, we expected a little something from CBS. But what right. did we get, John? What did we get? We got zip, zilch, zero. Like, I'll tell you, yeah. the fact is that if you tried to find out which division of CBS was doing this, that would be a Google search that could take you a half a day. Because the structure of the organization, well, CBS bought it. Well, no, the subsidiary, no, the division, no, this little off. Forget it. Corporate finger pointing. It's located in CBS. Yeah, no one in knows. In addition to the fact nothing has been said by CBS, nobody's even contemplated as to what CBS is doing with respect to continuing something that John has, has done very well. And I'm just, and you know what? I think the best thing John did was not even mention CBS. I think so too. I think so too. I am so irked at these guys. Now, I am not calling for an all out boycott of CBS. That would be irresponsible. I will not do that. But I will have to say I'm deeply disappointed in the corporate mishmash finger-pointing BS that goes on in these big out-of-control conglomerates because he just got swallowed. His show got swallowed up, and it didn't even get spit out. I think it got just ingested well, or something. I think John was uh, basically said, look, I'm doing my show, and you guys did it. sit on the sideline. Uh, they're not sitting on the sideline. They're, they're, they're in the witness prote- protection program, CBS is, right? Now, we don't yeah. even know where they stand with yeah. all this. No, no, no I we would, don't. I would like to say that I think that part of the problem, my take on CBS is the fact that they basically bought a show, and they don't know what to do with it. Because the fact is that John... It's uh, too creative. I, it's too creative. That was the It's problem. creative, and I also believe that John's show, I think, is good in small doses. I think when he did it back on the front end of the uh, the COVID, it was where we could... By summertime, we were looking forward to things being uh, a little bit more normal. Now what we are is we're, confront, we're, we're jaded a little bit. We take a look at it oh, and say, yeah. well, yeah, we got a vaccine, but oh, yeah. That's going to when are we sure. going to get it? Yeah, when are yeah, we, when are we going to get it and how effective this and that and all the questions. So I think the environment as it relates to the show is a little bit different. John doing it during Christmas was perfect because there's a yeah. upbeat period of time. But I yeah. don't know if doing this thing once a week uh, where we are right now would fly, which means that CBS would actually have to be creative themselves. No, God, that that's won't happen. an awful lot, isn't it? That will not happen. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. I, I'm a little upset about this. I don't know if you can tell. 
Oh, I'm a little upset. I'm a little upset. But I just want uh, to give a thumbs up like you did. Let's give a thumbs up to John oh, Krasinski oh, because oh, the, oh, the yeah. stories were incredible. Uh, I don't know how much time we got left, but <laughs> What's your, one we story. Have time. Go ahead. Okay, we, we're at 15. Let's we're just 15. give him a good example of how it worked. It was so funny. John uh, ended up, he, he, he ran into this uh, father who's uh, a widower who was concerned about the fact that he was, you know, was a little stretched for bucks and needed to, wanted to make sure that his kid had a good Christmas. So he was a collector of, of comic books and stuff like that, and he decided, I'm going to sell part of my comic book collection in and order to make figures. sure. And action figures. Too. He had He's all got a lot of those. The, 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 the things that go yeah. with it, all the, mm. the side stuff. So uh, John Krasinski has a great idea. And what John would typically do under these circumstances is he would not only make sure – that that the kid would be would get good stuff and that he would you know have the show this and that but John would buy the stuff on and then give it back to him would be kind of the way that he would that was the plan that That was was the plan plan. didn't work though why it didn't work because John has uh, had to sign up with a a last minute sign up on eBay I think it was and because he was not what you call a, a usual suspect a usual person on it the, the single father, the widower, says, I don't know who this guy is. I am not going to let him buy anything. And it, well, it looks so suspicious. Funny. It looks suspicious because he just signed up three minutes before. Right? And he's going to buy all this stuff. Yeah. He, he thought he was a crank. He thought he was not going to actually follow through. And he, he, there's, he, a lot, he, there's a level of trust you have to have to work on these selling platforms. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you have to and feel it, comfortable with it. And the good news is that he basically slammed John, but he did in a po- he did in a kind of a positive way. So say, look, I don't know whether you're a if you're fishing or what the hell you're doing, but unfortunately, I don't trust you. So long, farewell, goodbye. And, oh, and have a nice holiday. <laughs> and I wish you I wish you the best in the future. That's what he said. But John, nice guy, nice guy. Yeah, he's a great. The, the the father was a great guy. So yeah. John, what's he do? He ends up having to bring because it's a, an action, you know, that deals with comics and action. He gets yeah. Dwayne Johnson to play yeah. Dwayne Acosta or Claus yeah. or something. Dwantaclaus. Yeah, Dwayne Dwantaclaus. Yeah, it was pretty so, funny. He had the hat and everything. Yeah, and, and so The Rock is just such a solid guy. No oh. pun intended, uh, is that he comes on and he is just very gracious and he talks and uh, you can just see that the the father is just he's just like numb he can't believe that he's talking starstruck he is he, he's yeah. just he can't it, and so it as much as John tried to work it out one way he's able to tap dance and make it even better so that was really yeah. good it was really great and and they got uh, who who toy some uh, to, toys for tots I think. Yeah. Toys for Tots is the uh, yeah. is at the very end. They gave money, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. The this was kids. just one story. Yeah. He he does a thing with a, a lot of uh, a lot of quick stories at the beginning. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yes. So it, it, it was a good experience, I thought. So yeah, check it, it out. Was. Yeah, you know the good thing about John and the way he does his show, I think, is that uh, if he gets a corporate entity involved, like FedEx, that was the one this week. Yeah. He 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 twists their arm and makes him makes him give like three million dollars to something. You know, it's not just like a straight up sponsorship thing. It's more like these guys did something good. We're going to recognize them. You know, and and yeah. it was really cool. It was really no. Cool. He squeezes them. He squeezes them oh, really hard. Yeah. Squeezes them corporate whatever. 
Yeah, they're cojones. <laughs> this gets you back to the ox, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to. I got I got kind of caught up there, I guess. I, I almost up, left I the ox story. <laughs> uh, enough of this nonsense. You know what we need to do now. Oh, uh, how about we, we, we need groaners? We, yeah, we need We need them. And yeah. our groaners are supplied to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the, the coach. coach. And so he supplies us with the, the four of them, of which I've, I have the dubious distinction of selecting two of them. So I'm going to hit you with a couple here, and let's see where we what we can do. Okay, okay. I'm okay. assuming the position. Go are ahead. You, are you ready? Okay, I'm the ready. First one. What do you need to buy an electric car? Now, that's in addition to money, okay? What do you need right. to buy an electric car? <laughs> you need a charge card. That's so good. You're close. You're so close. You need a current driver's license. <laughs> oh, very good. I rather like that. I okay, like now that. this one's going to uh, hit you in the uh, in your rock and roll roots. Okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. What's the name of Lou Reed's Asian Fusion Restaurant? Oh. I'm going to let you say it. Go ahead. Walk on the wild side. Nice. Nice. <laughs> W-O-K. Okay. All right. That wasn't as good as the first one, but it was good. It was good. I just had to get a music thing in there for you. Come on. I'm, I'm oh, looking out very, for you. You're a very good brother. 